Hello, campers. <laughs> Welcome back to a new remix episode. R -r -r remix. <laughs> Dylan, where's the DJ effect? Episode of Campfire Adventures. I'm your host, Marquesa. Yes, that's how you say my name. Dylan always seems to forget how to say it. Kessa Dylan. Marquisa, Marquesa. Quesa. Marquisa. But it's time to clear up the confusion. It is Marquesa, everybody. Got it. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take some notes Thank phonetically. You, anyway, move it on. I digress. I digress. So here we are around a fire. And it's time for me to host my first episode on this amazing podcast that I've had. A <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Round of applause. That I've had the pleasure of being a part of since the beginning. I'm an original OG, if y'all mm -hmm. have not recognized that now. <laughs> Shout out. Along family. its journey so far. But this time, I'd like to give the storytelling a try. So let's see if I got this intro down so I can share a creepy crazy but cool like me story <laughs> with you <laughs> first things first I i'm like the realist hey besides that i'm the realist first things first i'm the realist i'd like to give a shout out to my live audience <laughs> and of course to all of you out there in podcast land for listening to this week's episode oh and of course the boys are here the boys are back in town boys are back in town <laughs> Now, with that being said, it's time to grab a drink. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Clink, clink, clink. Clink, clink, clink. We are around the fire. And it's time to get into today's story with the one and only Marquesa. <laughs> here for a story but since this is a remix episode i like to take a second to let you all get to know me a little better so to start halloween is my time of year hocus pocus halloween town and the adams family my nickname is wednesday adams by the way sure is. are staples year round but especially during october also dylan and i are super into the conjuring universe so mm -hmm. we exactly so we've seen all the movies and can't wait for the new ones coming out about the crooked man and the nun too. All I'm saying is they better not disappoint. I hope not. Cause I need a new scary movie in my life. Mm -hmm. But hmm, I don't know what to say. The paranormal and supernatural are just so cool and interesting to me. Mm -hmm. They always have been. Always have been. Always have been. What can I say? Spooky season all year round. And of all the cryptids out there, witches are at the top of my list. Now, Dylan FaceTimed me while he was walking around Salem, Massachusetts. Shout out to Dylan. I do what I do. Hey! 
so that I could see the houses from Hocus Pocus. Mm -hmm. And then we recorded that state story about the witches involved in the Salem witch trials. I know. I even named my car Salem. She has been running smooth for a long time. Holding it down, holding it down. She better keep holding it down because my mama's finally got a job and I am not getting a new car. <laughs> so Salem, stay strong. So the supernatural is where it's at. And it's been cool to hear these stories on the podcast. It goes to say I'm a fan. So for this week's episode, I wanted to pick something cool and interesting, but also close to what I like. And I think I found the perfect story to share with you. And that is... Dun, dun, dun. The story. Got <laughs> me the leg. Okay. My leg. <laughs> the story. The story of the witch black anise. So let me set the scene. It's the 1700s. The sun is starting to set in England, in the county of Leicestershire, in the village of Dane Hill. Parents are calling for the children to come home before the sun goes down. And for good reason, too, because once the sun goes down in this village, there is a creature that comes out and starts to hunt. So to be safe rather than sorry, parents would warn their children that staying out late isn't safe. Mm -mm. I mean, that sounds familiar. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know what you're thinking. Wait a second. Didn't we already hear this story? That is what I'm thinking. I knew it. Because I'm a witch. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the creature the boogeyman? We all know that guy. Mm -hmm. And I hear you, because that's what I would think, too, if I heard all of this. But if you haven't figured it out, throughout this podcast, the boogeyman can come in the form of any cryptid. Mm -hmm. They are usually a creature that goes bump in the night and is told to children in the form of a story to keep them from being out late or doing something wrong. Now, if you want to take today's story as this village's version of the boogeyman, then that's fine. But this boogeyman has so much more going on. As I told you earlier, today's cryptid is known as Black Anise, and she is the creature that haunts the night of Dane Hill. As the sun sets, she leaves her cave and comes into the town and is on the hunt for children. Creepy. Stranger danger. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. <laughs> now, after reading all the articles I could about today's cryptid, I'd like to say as a disclaimer that she is a little intense. And as we've alluded to her favorite prey is children. And if you think that this might be too heavy for you to hear, then that's okay. And we have other episodes you can listen to. And I fully support you heading over to listening to one of those. But let's get back into it. So Black Anise is a witch of sorts. Actually, when I was looking her up, I initially was trying to read up on a dark fairy, and that's how I found her. She apparently is one of the few linked to fairies and witches, but she also favors the torture and harassment of humans. I know, not the best. And if you're wondering who to look out for when she's on her hunts, I'll describe her to you. Buckle up, children. <laughs> she is above the average height of an adult woman only here's the twist her skin is blue wrinkled and old oh. <laughs> right <laughs> 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 
that's a good one. I think decrepit looking would be the best way to give you an accurate mental image of what she looks like. She's said to have one eye that glows. Now, depending on which story you hear, she might have two. And to complete the appearance, she has fangs for teeth and sharp claws for hands. If you're having a hard time picturing this, if you've ever seen Halloween Town 2, towards the end of the movie, the mom is wearing a mask of a green goblin, and then a curse is cast, and she is transformed into that creature. That's exactly what I was thinking. I think that's, like, you know. Like, the best description. Point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love me too. It's such a good classic movie. Anyway, to make a long story short, the black anise looks just like that, but only blue. So okay. that's pretty creepy. Also, shout out to anyone that got that reference. But if you didn't, don't worry. Dylan will post a picture for you to see on the website. I got you. Yay, yay. So anyway, back to how I started this story. It's sunset and black anise is ready to come out and hunt. Well, she actually lives in a cave in Dane Hill. Some say she actually dug the cave with her own claws. So you can imagine how durable they are. But she's leaving the cave, and as she exits, there is a giant tree outside the entrance to hide it. She starts to make her way to the village. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So legend has it that as she makes her way to the village, you can hear her howling in the distance. <laughs> and if she's close enough, you can hear the sound of her grinding her teeth in anticipation of getting a meal for the night. Oh. I can't imagine what that sounds like. That would hurt oh, so It's bad. like nails on a chalkboard. I was gonna say that. <sighs> Now, for some reason, people believe she likes to target children who are, or have, been misbehaving. Hey, I have no idea how she knows who's been naughty or nice, but somehow Santa does. Speak the truth. And we don't ask questions, do we? I don't. No. I sure don't. As long as I get my presents. Exactly. Yeah, no, no. Now Not you yet. know. Anyway, she first looks around to see if she can find a victim out and about but if she can't then she won't just go away oh no, no 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 without putting in some work so she finds the house of the kid she wants and then she just slips her hand through the window and drags the kid out and takes them back to her cave that's creepy so this whole story is pretty crazy right i mean but it's all about to top itself so she wants children because she likes to drain their blood to help her stay living. And then, this is the really messed up part, so you're more than welcome to skip the next 20 seconds. Okay, can we skip the next 20 seconds? No, Dylan. <laughs> Put your blanket on. It's <laughs> weird. But she eats almost everything besides the skin and... She goes out to the tree at the entrance of the cave and lets it dry out so that once it's ready, she can sew it together in her human skin skirt that she wears. Uh, uh -uh. Children's skin? Do you know what that reminds Not me of? Not the gumdrop brightness. Did you guys ever read that story, the scary stories to tell in the dark? 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so remind, there's one that I read that I think about, not often, but after, you know, hearing the story, is the one, his name's Harold, and he's a scarecrow, right? Right. And then, like, everyone has, like, the two people that live on the farm, they're, mm-hmm. like, super mean to him. And they're like, oh, we hate Harold. Harold's a jerk. <laughs> he's and then, on him kicking dirt. Yeah, being mean to him. And then, <laughs> so, then Harold starts doing some stuff. Right. They start hearing some stuff. And it's like, they're like, we're out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. Harold's crazy. But then one of them has to go back to get something. So they, like, draw, like, straws. And then, so, you know, right. it would no, be me no, who'd have to go back. Yeah, I'd have to go back. So then it goes back. And freaking the scarecrow is waiting for them, and it skins the guy alive. Oh. So when the other guy comes to look for him, he sees Harold like shaking up the skin. Right. Freaking. Harold got his revenge. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I'm thinking of. Like when I hear what you're saying about the black and east, that's what I'm thinking of. And I'm like, oh god, my I can't oh. hear it without like imagining and, and, that, yeah. envisioning Harold, it. Harold put on their skin, right? And it, then like he, dry it over time. And yeah. Then, like, oh, he, like the kid became. Oh, Texas gosh. Chainsaw Massacre yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, beef jerky jumpsuit. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Just saying. Anyways. So now we that we got that visual yeah. going on. You're welcome. <laughs> now, if you're like me, then you're thinking, uh, where are the people with their fire and pitchforks to chase this creature out of their town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, this is folktale and is from the 1700s, so that scenario is not unlikely to happen. But if you did think that, then you would be right. It might not have happened as quickly as it should have happened, but it happened, and we will talk about that in a minute. Mm. So hang tight. But people would go up to the cave just to see, on the off chance, if there actually was a witch living there. They always found the giant tree with a cave entrance. Some say they saw nothing, but then there were others who claimed to have survived a run-in with Black Anise. And I can't imagine what that would be like. There was a lieutenant named John Hayrick who had a run-in with this cryptid and wrote a poem about his encounter. <laughs> now I'm going to do my best to read it and get into character. But it goes like this. <clears throat> Let me clear my <laughs> Exactly. Tis said the soul of a mortal man recoiled to view black anise's eye, so fierce and wild, vast talons foul with human flesh. There grew in place of hands and features, livid, blue glared in her visage, while the obscene, waste, warm skins of human victims close embraced and seen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Actually, it's believed that kids would also go to the cave just to see if they actually had to be home before dark, which I think is not that smart. I think I'd do it. I wouldn't. I, what I the f- heck? That's what parents do. They put that fear in you. Just yeah. To, like, Test you. If. And then you're like, so then you're like, what if? Let's go over there anyway. And so I'd go, but I mean. Yeah. But what if you get until smashed you don't Yeah. Until you don't come home with your skin. So what did they say? Okay. So sometimes they would come home. See? Yeah, sometimes. Bitty, bitty. Sometimes. That's not a chance of... And sometimes they wouldn't. Yep. Mm. I feel like I'd come home. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be coming You gotta know when to hold them. When to fold them. When to fold them. When to walk away. When to run. So the witch usually couldn't come out during the day. But if her prey came close enough, Dylan, <laughs> close enough to the cave, then they were fair game to be swooped. Swooped? 
You made your choice. So how do we stop her? Well, it was during the late 1800s that they filled up the cape with dirt. Now, it wasn't just to clear out the witch, but as time passes, the local area needed to expand and build more houses. So it wasn't necessary to get rid of the witch with pitchforks and torches, but it got the job done, right? Yeah, I, I think mean, so. I would hope so. Well, some people say that the area her cave used to be in is now in the backyard of a suburban neighborhood. Could you uh, imagine? I would not move in. I think I live there. Do you think that they put that like? <laughs> do you think they put that like on your deed, like when you're buying it, and you're just like, by the way, there's a just, yeah, the black and east lives here. That's HOA. <laughs> But just like humans had to adjust and grow with the times, it's believed that the witch did too. I mean, some people say she has since started living under the old Leicestershire castle. And she uses the tunnels under the castle to still get out and wreak havoc amongst the people of England. And the children... Dun, dun, dun! And the children who may not heed their parents' warning about staying out past dark. Dylan. Well, this sounds like the end, but you know what? I read a lot of articles, and I have just a few more things I'd like to share with all of you, if you don't mind. I support that. Do it. Good. Do your thing, girl. All right. Go on. I got you. Do it. Say it. (laughs) Say it with your chest. Speak the truth. Testify, sister. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. For the church. For the church. So, first, there's only one thing that keeps this witch at bay, and that is the sunlight. Unfortunately, I don't think the impenetrable force field we all know as a blanket, sorry, Dylan, will not help us. I have my blanket ready. And you got a weight blanket. So, you know, maybe that'll help a little more with the pole. It's like a hug on the outside, but it on the inside. It makes sense why so many people need blankets. Exactly. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's your safety. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not, like, it's not worth a try. I wouldn't not sleep with one, so why not try it? You're right. Might as well. And second, how did Black Anise come to be the witch she is today? Yes, I said witch. I didn't say the other word. I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You think you may have heard. Because it fits. I mean, it does. But this is rated PG-ish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to put a beep in for this one. Sorry, Kevin, you lost your job in this episode. <laughs> Patrice. And I'm, like, and I'm not talking. <laughs> exactly. But also, still completely works with this context. I mean, well, there was one story that said she used to be a nun back in the day. And a king came to her and asked for advice. And the nun asked on God to give her a vision of the war's outcome for this king. And she got just that. A vision of what would happen to the king. She thanked God, but when another, the grantor of the vision, made themselves seem to her, it wasn't her God. And they requested a sacrifice for their help. And she mm. said, none your business. Mm-hmm. Oh my. <laughs> now the nun wasn't about to give a sacrifice. Side note, sacrifices were done around this time, so not that it makes it okay, but anyway, she refused to give the sacrifice, and the entity cursed her to become the Black Anise. That's, That's tragic. It's sad. Oh, That's so just not bad. right. It's like black. 
So this being cursed her and to become a servant who was forced to forever bring them human sacrifices. That's sad. I know. Oh, it, it wasn't. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, her no. fault. She just tried to do her thing. Yeah. yeah. Of something that was asked God. of her. Yeah. yeah. She was trying to help the king and then... She got done dirty. Then she got done dirty. I'll say this real quick, because Lori's not here for this episode, but she would say, no matter what, you don't play with anything. Else. Anything. Yeah. You don't ask for anything. If it happens, it happens, but... Right. I just, like, what a way to, like, you know, you Have live. your life end. Yeah. But then it's like, it's not ended. That's like your eternity right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you're stuck with that. Shout out to the Conjuring Universe, Black and East Warriors. Where's the movie at? For real. That'd be a good one. Oh, where is that? Movie? Yeah. I want to make a movie. <laughs> okay. So now... <laughs> okay, so now we're done done with this week's episode. Done done done. <laughs> I know it was pretty crazy story, but have you ever heard of it before? Anybody? No. I sure haven't. Mm-hmm. Nope. And I don't think I ever want to again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please listen. We need those ratings. <laughs> well, we now know to be cautious when we're in the local area after dark. And make sure you lock the doors and shut the windows after dark just to be doubly sure we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hide your kids. Hide, hide your wife. wife. Get you with a blanket. Yep. Yeah. And sleep with a blanket. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I guess with that said, we're done with my first hosted episode of campfire adventures so i hope you all had as much fun as i did being able to share the story with you thank you dylan for allowing me to you're welcome do the best that i could you did it so don't forget to check out our facebook and instagram at campfire adventures and you can see all the behind the scenes pictures our source material and so much more at our website at www.campfireadventurespodcast.com <laughs> and as always every noise you heard is because we are outside sitting around a fire with a live audience so shout out to my live audience also whether you listen to this in the morning or at night i hope you have a good morning or a great night okay now for the real fun we are going to watch the conjuring Yay! Goodbye. Bye. Love you, Marquesa. Cassie, 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 Cassie. 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 Cassie.